Hi, everybody. Welcome to a special edition of the Steve Kenyon Podcast. Merry Christmas. We are dropping this show on Friday, the uh, last Friday before Christmas, the next to the last Friday of 2023. Got a lot of extra content out of the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo I wanted to share. And there is a special event this weekend on Saturday night in Billings, Montana. It's called the Chase Hawks Memorial Roughstock Rodeo. Chase Hawks Memorial was founded in the 1990s after a tragedy. A little boy, six years old at the time, named Chase Hawks, was hit and killed while he was riding his bicycle. The Chase Hawks Memorial Foundation was born to try to make something positive come out of that horrible tragedy, and they have given literally hundreds of thousands, maybe more than that, of dollars worth of the uh, uh, worth of financial support to communities with uh, and families with illnesses and and people needing help with transportation you can go to chasehawks.org and get all the details about it but it is a great event oh by the way last year's champions got out of town with over eight thousand dollars a piece bareback riding saddle bronc riding bull riding west uh, will rasmussen will join us will's been the announcer for the uh, chase hawks memorial since its inception and he'll tell us all about it coming up on the steve kenyon podcast i had a chance to sit down with the photographer of the year in the PRCA. Click Thompson, his second straight Photographer of the Year award during the National Finals Rodeo. And here is Click Thompson with more on his story. One of the fun things I get to do is tell stories about people that I've had a chance to get to know and a pleasure to meet and call friends. Click Thompson is the two-time Photographer of the Year in the PRCA, working very hard here at this year's NFR. First of all, welcome. Thank you for having me. Congratulations. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. What are you doing at the NFR? I am the uh, one of the two arena photographers that are shooting for the PRCA, so I am historically documenting this year's National Finals Rodeo. Um, how much, I don't know how you guys do it. How do you catch that one picture with a horse high in the air, legs, front legs curled underneath him, back legs firing out? And it is, I mean, are you just nonstop? Got your finger on the trigger? How's that work? No, it's it's one photo at a time. The problem is it's not just the one photo. It's every photo for every contestant. So uh, just like them, they've got to be on and, and be on in their best and highest you know performance, and so do we. You, you, you're kind of a unique story. I think you told me before, and I didn't realize this, you were actually born in Japan. Yeah, my dad was in the Navy, and we were born in, in uh, just outside of Tokyo at the Yokota Air Base. And then both my parents are from Virginia, and then not too long ago, we moved to Texas. So kind of an Army brat or Navy brat in this case? Yeah, yeah. 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 What got you interested in photography? It was kind of, I, went, I, did, I drew a lot, and then when I went to undergrad, I did graphic design. But photography was the thing that just, whatever I liked, I could photograph, and that was it. What drew you to rodeo? Like every man's story, you know, why does a guy do anything for a female? And, and then, you know, <laughs> and uh, like every good guy's story, it starts with a girl. Yeah. it started going to bull rides and then it just expanded from the East Coast. You know, that's big bull riding and barrel country. And then we translated west and here we are just rodeoing it all the time now. Um, how many how many rodeos do you shoot a year? The number I, I can say for sure I'm gone 30 weekends out of the year at least. Yeah. For folks who don't understand this, click. are you guys hired by the rodeos, or do you call the rodeos and say, I'm interested in coming, and 
sell the photos as a way to pay for or is it a combination of both how does it work with you guys it, it's a wide variety everyone kind of has their own business plan business structure um, I've hired by committee sometimes I'm shooting for sponsors directly or I may um, I try to create like like social profiles for contestants so sometimes I'm just there shooting a contestant um, you know I think in 2023 you have to really learn how to be adaptive and just make it easy on the contestants because they're moving a bunch too and uh, you know just trying to find different ways to make money I've spent and I, I am the world's worst social media person I'm, I'm literally learning Facebook yeah. at the ripe young age of 64 but all of the the explosion of social media and our sport and every place else it must have created new opportunities for you absolutely I think especially during the COVID year I think that was a time where I had a series called the Corona Edits where I went back and edited old photos I had taken and I just kind of put my new twist on stuff I had, had shot four or five years ago and it just kept me current and kept me doing something and it actually opened a lot of opportunities for me so that was pretty cool. You told me I had five minutes so I'm going to ask you one more question I'm going to let you go. Um, is there one, this is, I can't, this is the who's your favorite kid question clip so I'm going to warn you in advance. Is there one photo, is there one image that you've captured that you look back on, that you've saved, that you say to yourself, that's the one, that, that's the one that defines? You've taken hundreds of thousands, so it's probably a dumb question, but are there one or two that really kind of define what you've, what you've wanted to do? There was one picture I took this year of Wayne Brooks that was kind of a silhouette on him on horseback at Reno that was kind of a cool signature image. I kind of closed my NFR portfolio with that. There's also a picture I took years ago, I think in 2016 at the PBR finals, and it was right after Jose had bucked off his bull, and he needed that bull to win the world championship. And when he bucked off, Jess Lockwood had won the championship, and Jose came up and climbed on the bucket shoot and shook Jess's hand before he got on the bull. And it was such a class act, and to be right there and to capture that moment was pretty awesome. It's, it's, you know, and what folks don't know, I don't think, is you've gotten to know, you're, you and I are in a position being a little bit behind the scenes at rodeos. We get to know all of these athletes. We get to know the Cowboys. We get to get to a point where we get to call them friends and, and they trust us with their stories in a very special way. And I think that's, that's the most unique part of what we do. Oh yeah. It's awesome. It's a family reunion every weekend. You know, you just, wherever you go, there's someone, you know, and you visit with them and, and it could, it could have been two days ago you saw them, but you know, the world's moved and they've had life since, since you saw them last. So it's, it's always fun to catch up and it's, it makes each performance awesome. Click. Thanks for your time. Happy for you. Two, two time photographer of the year. Click Thompson joining us. Click Thompson, thank you for your time during the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. A little bit later on, we'll talk to Josh Edwards, the 2023 Pickup Man of the Year, and to Tyler Kraft from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, the ranch manager at the Calgary Stampede. He owns the first ever... Hey, y'all, this is Cody Johnson. When I was starting out in music, most every radio station and venue I went to told me no. At that point, you got two options, tuck tail and quit or buckle down and fight. Well, I'm a fighter, not a quitter. And that's why I wear Wrangler jeans and shirts. Their toughness and style are legendary. They're an iconic symbol of the West, and there's no quit in them either. Life's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And if I'm going to enjoy the ride, I'm riding in Wrangler. Wrangler, long live Cowboys. For pickup horse of the year, and they happen to be the guys that worked the Wrangler National Finals rodeo that just came to an end in Las Vegas. We're going to take a timeout and come back and talk to Will Rasmussen about the Chase Hawks Memorial. Today's program is being sponsored by the Grandview at Las Vegas, place we stay during the Wrangler National Finals rodeo. Thank you to M2 Ranch Jerky. I want you to keep an eye out right after the first of the year for M2 Ranch Jerky, true traditional cowboy jerky coming to a store shelf near you. Thank you to Un. Unbeatable Feeds. Unbeatable Feeds is now available in tractor supply locations all over the country and to Prefer, number one in Ranch and Rodeo. We're coming right back. 
New styles join our time-tested Justin Bent Rail collection. Like the rugged men and women who wear them, these boots stand for quality, integrity, tradition, and hard work. Straight from our legendary El Paso factory, our expert bootmakers build these boots with features that would make even the earliest cowboys proud. Outfit yourself today with a Bent Rail collection by Justin. There's no pretending to being a cowboy. Either you are or you aren't. Which is why everything we do as a company improves or preserves this way of life. The romance, the honesty, the toughness, the craft. More cowboys, please. America could use them. Resist all. We live it every day. Thanks for joining us. This is the Steve Kenyon Podcast, a special edition getting ready for Christmas. And I hope you all have a merry, merry, merry Christmas and uh, wish everybody a very happy new year. Thank you for your support, for listening, for our growing audience. It seems like every show gets a little bit bigger, and uh, we really do appreciate that. This weekend, the reason I want to get this extra show out this week, on Saturday night uh, in Billings, Montana, there is a big event. It's called the Chase Hawks Memorial Roughstock Rodeo. Uh, it's been around for a while. It started for uh, the region reason of a tragedy, to be honest. A little boy named Chase Hawks, six years old, riding his bike hit by a car and uh, lost his life. But the folks behind the Chase Hawks Memorial Foundation have taken that tragedy and turned it into a triumph. A couple of decades later, they continue to provide money for scholarships, families in need, and more. Will Rasmussen has been the voice of the Chase Hawks ever since it started. And I had a chance to talk to Will about the history of the Chase Hawks Memorial. Well, it's nice to have you on the Steve Kenyon Podcast. And joining me is a guy I am, number one, proud to call one of my best friends, not just in the rodeo business, but on the planet, uh, Will Rasmussen. The only problem with Will is he and I don't get to talk near enough. Um, and uh, he is joining us from Idaho. I'm joining you from Texas. And we're talking about a rodeo in Montana. There you go. Hey, Will, how That's are you? right. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm good. Thanks, Steve. And all you have to do is call. All I you have to do is call, Will. I'll chat with you anytime. Well, you know, the phone does work both ways. Just saying. It it, uh, it goes both ways. We don't. We, we all get so busy. It's just the way that it is. Um, this weekend, Saturday night, the Saturday after the national finals every year, there is a special event that has taken on a life of its own. Uh, called the Chase Hawks Memorial Roughstock Rodeo in Billings, Montana. You have been its voice since its inception. Um, talk to me a little bit after you take care of that phone call. Oh, man. There, there you go. go. Sorry. Um, talk Sorry. to me a little bit about the Chase Hawks, Will. Um, this was founded as a memorial for a little boy who was killed riding his bicycle years ago now, right? Right. September uh 1996 labor day weekend is when that happened a uh, little boy six years old named chase hawks was riding his bicycle on the streets in and around billings montana and got struck by a vehicle and uh and uh, he he died and then uh somewhere after that not too long uh, there was a bunch of people who's uh uh, didn't want him to die in vain, so they started the Chase Hawks Memorial Foundation, and they have fundraising events throughout the year. They have a car show, they have trap shoots, they have golf tournaments, but their biggest fundraiser 
is this rough stock rodeo and that happened 28 years ago and uh that that well, that was the first that was the first rodeo then and and steve if you remember back there was the, nobody really heard of a rough stock rodeo right. back then really I, I i believe it was one of the first of its kind and they invited the 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 top 20 in the world or and uh they they had a rodeo and they set it up in in billings montana in that in the beautiful metro and they have muck and shoots on each end and and it's non-stop action and like you say it's around the christmas season and and since its inception steve they've raised they've given away to needy families in south central montana and northern wyoming over a million and a half dollars wow. and and each year each year they help a hundred to 125 families per year. And it's like a, a grant process where the people apply and, and they have a board that uh, analyzes the need. And, and I, I, I didn't realize how many families they had, uh, they, they helped during the year, 100, 125 families from, from car repairs to transportation to food and groceries, funeral costs. Really? And, I didn't know they did. Like that. I didn't know they got into all that, Will. Yeah, I didn't either till I, I was in preparation of your show, Stevie. I was I, I did a little research and talked to the people in charge. And uh, yeah, that's what they said. It's uh, and, and, you know, it's always centered around the Christmas season. And, and nothing sets the tone for Christmas like me than going to the Chase Hawks. And I've been lucky enough that they've invited me to do all 28. Yeah. And uh, I feel really fortunate to be a part of that. You, the Rasmussen family had a relationship with the Hawks family, right? I remember your brother Flint telling me the story about Chase's brother yeah bullfighter yeah he was and they were yeah. together when he found out about this this horrible accident that chase was involved with yeah i was so glad that my brother flint was with justin hawks the older brother of chase hawks and you might remember justin yeah. he was a world-class bullfighter and and my brother flint happened to be with him at a rodeo when justin got the call about his little brother and 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 justin and flint were and are and continue to be good friends and and so uh i i know that this rodeo means a lot to flint as a matter of fact uh the the pbr gave flint a release to work at the 25th uh chase hawks memorial rough stock rodeo just to be a part of it because it is special to not only Flint, but to me and, and the rest of my family. Right. Uh, the Chase Hawks Memorial will be this weekend on December the 23rd, Saturday night. Um, have you had a chance to look? I'm guessing everybody that we just watched at that record-setting National Finals Rodeo coming out of those yellow bucking shoots is going to be there, at least most of them. That's right. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, quite a few of them have have called me and said, what's that weather going to do? What's that weather going to do? And it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be great up there in the forties, which is unusual for uh, the end of December, Christmas time. But uh, yeah. And you know, in, in recent years, they've become sanctioned. So the, the dollars count toward the world standings for the next year. And so uh, we're off and running and the prize money is good, really good. And, and uh There'll be a lot of great champions there. And, and of course, four or five different livestock contracting firms, the Sankeys, the Brookmans, uh, 
Powder River and and others, Steve. So it's a it's a great matchup and and just a terrific show. And they do a great job with the production. We have all the bells and whistles to make it just a terrific event. I just brought up last year's results. Well, while you were talking, in the bareback riding, Cole Franks was eighty seven on Sankey's Bronc Riding Nation and won eight thousand six hundred and twenty five dollars. In the saddle bronc riding, Brody Cress was eighty nine on the Horse of the Year. The Black Tie won over eighty four hundred dollars. In the bull riding, Wade Berg from North Dakota was eighty seven on a bull called Stir Crazy from the Brookmans, won almost eighty five hundred dollars. This is it paid over eighty five thousand dollars last year just in the three yeah. events the bareback riding the saddle bronc riding and the bull riding yeah it's it's a it's a great event the, the points count they'll be there and then bust home for christmas and then we're off and running in the new year and in addition to the rodeo they also have what they call the cowboy gathering yeah. and that's friday night and uh it, it's a calcutta and people get to rub shoulders with all those people that came from the nfr and there's a couple thousand people and I get to MC that event and it's, it's a terrific uh, uh, event and the, and the community of Billings and the surrounding area up in Montana, they, they, it has come a staple uh, on their list to, to help with as well. They have silent auctions, live auction, Calcutta, the Cowboys. It, it's a fun night. Tell me about the arena there, Will, the Metro Park. I've, I've never had a chance to announce a rodeo there. I've done a couple of radio broadcasts from there during the Nile. I've been by there more than once. I get a chance to go up to Miles City every year in May. And and that, that arena in Billings, I think I can correctly say, has become a real shrine to the Western way of life. It is the home to the Montana Hall and Wall of Fame. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, the arena Metro Metro Park in Billings. It's uh, it's the nicest building of its kind in Montana, and uh, it's been there a while. But it can seat uh, ten to twelve thousand people for the rodeo, and they set up the arena so there's bucking shoots on both ends hmm. of the arena. So it's a it's a nonstop thing. They they uh, invite 20 in each event so they have they start the show with a, a great tribute to chase hawks and what the what the meaning of the event is all about and then they buck 10 bareback horses go to the other end buck 10 saddle broncs go to the other end buck 10 bulls and and take a little break and do it all again and and crown the champions and wish everybody a merry christmas and and give away some big money and great prizes and raise a lot of money for that foundation. Well, has it always been, I think I know the answer to this, but has it always been the Saturday right after the NFR? Has it always been this this close, both to the National Finals Rodeo and to Christmas time? Yes, it has. Yep, they always wanted to, they wanted to catch the stock. They wanted to catch the rodeos coming home from Vegas. And uh, a mutual friend of ours named Rick Haynes, who right. now lives in same place I do. He was on the original board of directors and he'll be the first to tell you. And we were just talking about this the other day. They wanted to have a kid's rodeo and they wanted to do, you know, some other things. And then a guy named Frank to says, we're going to have a rough stock rodeo. We're going to invite the, 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 the best in the world, both livestock and cowboys. Rick Haynes said, I told him it had never work. And he goes, boy, was I wrong because <laughs> it is, it has really worked. And, and the rest is history, and we lost Frank uh, a couple of years ago, yeah. and his son Scott Shusherick, 
who was a top bareback rider and professional rodeo for an awfully long time, has taken over the reins of, of running the rodeo. And um, it, it has stayed in the family, and it's 28 years old this year. Wow. Um, what a tribute to a little boy who, um, you know, geez, we all wish he was here, obviously, but what a tribute to what he would have been um, has happened courtesy of the, the Chase Hawks. Is it the Chase Hawks Memorial Foundation? Well, is that the correct way to, to refer to it? What a tribute. What a tribute. Yeah, oh, what a tribute is right. And, and, and uh, you know, what's really cool. It, and it's, and it's just grown. I mean, they have a financial responsibility to take care of that money and they do. So it's the Chase Hawks Memorial Foundation, and this is the Chase Hawks rough stock Memorial Association Rodeo. And, and you know, what, what's really cool, Chase's folks still come, you know, really? and relatives. And it's, uh, we do a, a special tribute with video and, and things like that to open the show. And it's really emotional and, and things like that. But it, it just fits the season, you know, it just fits where it is. And, and granted, it, it, it's really close to Christmas. So, yeah. You know, those of us who have to travel to, to families and stuff, uh, but we wouldn't we wouldn't miss it because it sure means a lot to us. And I'm I'm awfully lucky to have been invited to yeah to uh, announce announce it. You know, I've announced it with Randy Corley, Zoop Dove, Wayne Brooks, Bob Tom, and you know, and others. And now I'm just doing it. I don't know. I must have run the others off. I don't know what's going on. But wow, uh, what a great tribute. That's a Hall of Fame list you just talked about right there with all of those guys. Um, let me ask you about – Will's one of my best friends, but I hate him because he's got a great schedule, especially around this time of year. He goes from the Chase Hawks this Saturday, and then New Year's Eve, it's on to Gillette, Wyoming for the bucket ball, right? That's right, yep. Gillette, Wyoming uh, over New Year's, and that's a big blow-up. And it's a similar event with a whole different feel because it's on New Year's Eve instead of Christmas. And uh, so the Birches uh, take care of that and, and we go to, they have a futurity on the 30th and then the big bucking ball. And that's got a, I think it's 25,000. An event is added there. And uh, then we walk across the street and watch Chancey Williams in concert. And then a couple of weeks later, I get to go to uh, uh, the Montana circuit finals again and and do that in great falls a couple weeks later i get to go to rodeo rapid city that was just named the large indoor rodeo of the year and then a couple weeks later i get to go to tucson and okay now you're just rubbing it in right there (laughs) oh i'm lucky i'm the luckiest man on the planet stevie yeah you really are you got a great schedule and there's a reason for that. He is a great announcer, folks. He really is. And he's also one of the really good guys in the rodeo business. Do you have any idea, Will? Are there tickets available? What I, I You can go to chasehawks.com. You can find out all about it. I'm assuming this thing sells out pretty much every year. Yeah, it doesn't quite sell out. There's usually tickets available. We just went on and bought a good seat for my wife, as a okay. matter of fact. But there are, yeah, just just Google up Chase Hawks and they'll guide. And there's a seating chart there in the Metro. And there were seats available just the other day. I know that. Awesome. Uh, Well, Rasmussen, I want you to have a wonderful time uh, this Saturday night. I want you to have a great time on New Year's Eve. I want you to travel safely. And uh, I want you to remember that uh, you and I are both always just a phone call apart. And uh, let's stay in touch. And Merry Christmas, my friend, most importantly. Um, I hope you just have a wonderful time this weekend. 
I will. Steve, thanks for letting me come on with you, and Merry Christmas, my friend. Happy New Year. We'll talk soon, I promise. I, I, I guarantee it. Will Rasmussen joining us. The Chase Hawks Memorial Roughstock Rodeo is this weekend, Saturday night in Billings, Montana. Will, tr- thanks, Travel Safe. You betcha. Thank you. Thanks to Will Rasmussen. The uh, Chase Hawks Memorial Roughstock Rodeo is this weekend, Saturday night in Billings, Montana. Go to the Chase Hawks Memorial website. You can find the complete story of all the good things they do at the Chase Hawks Memorial Foundation. We're going to take a timeout. Come back. You'll hear from the guys who were the pickup men at this year's National Finals Rodeo. Both of them award winners, Tyler Kraft and Josh Edwards. We'll tell you why coming up. Today's show is being sponsored by the Grandview at Las Vegas, DailyManagementResorts.com. Thanks to Wrangler, Long Live Cowboys and to resist all we wear it every day to the justin boot company the standard of the west since 1879 we'll be right back it's about time someone took jerky back to traditional cowboy style m2 ranch jerky beef buffalo elk or venison in flavor combinations five-star chefs love m2 ranch jerky making jerky cowboy again coming soon to a store near you prefer is proud to introduce estate fencing This unique all-metal fence uses the same swedge-connecting rail as our popular Ponderosa fence, allowing it to flow beautifully along the contour of your land. With rails and posts constructed from galvanized material covered with an architectural-grade powder coat finish, it resists fading, rust, and other outdoor conditions. This fence is strong enough to last a lifetime and safe enough to house livestock. Best of all, no welding required. For more information, visit prefertfence.com. Unbeatable Feeds New Forage Only feeds are sweeping the country. Unbeatable Feeds New Forage Only blend features three simple ingredients, alfalfa, beet pulp, and flaxseed oil. Unbeatable Feeds Forage Only feed is clean and natural, high energy, low sugar, and easily digestible. Where can you find Unbeatable Feeds? Tractor Supply Company all over the country. They'll start selling forage only feeds December 16th. Bomb guards, runnings, you can find a dealer near you on the store locator tab at unbeatablefeeds.com. During the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo, this year's pickup men both award winners. Josh Edwards named the pickup man of the year, and Tyler Kraft, he owns the very first pickup horse of the year. Tyler is the manager of the Calgary Stampede Ranch. Of course, Josh is a member of the PRCA's board of directors, a longtime movie stuntman, and well-recognizes two of the premier pickup men in the country. Uh, It was a pleasure to have a chance to watch them work over 10 go-rounds. I had a chance to catch up with both Josh Edwards and Tyler Kraft. I had a chance at the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo to catch up with the two pickup men. Josh Edwards, second time here at the NFR. Tyler Kraft, his first. And two guys who both had award-winning seasons. Pickup man of the year, Josh Edwards. And the very first pickup horse of the year, Tyler Kraft, um, a brand new award this year. Tyler, also, of course, the ranch manager of the Calgary Stampede. Guys, thank you. Tyler, let me start with you. How, how much? How big a deal is that to you to have the very first pickup horse of the year? Yeah, it's a, it's awesome. Uh, great award for me and my family. Um, great, to, great for the horses in the AQHA to recognize that horse and the pickup horses themselves. They're you know they're the most seen horses in in rodeo 20, 20 minutes and um, yeah, it's awesome they got recognized. Tell me about that horse. Uh, he's a 10-year-old uh, buckskin. Um, we've had him since he was a colt and just uh, just an awesome horse. He's, he's not for everybody, but uh, he sure works good for me and my family. Josh wears a lot of hats. He, he serves as our representative, actually, on the board of directors of the PRCA. Second time you've been selected to work the NFR, first time you've been the pickup man of the year, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, 
that you walked up on that stage with five, with four other great guys. How'd it feel when they when they called your name? Unbelievable. Uh, it was completely unexpected. You could tell by my reaction, yeah. um, and just very humbling to be uh, recognized by your peers as as doing a great job and to stand up there and and even the guys that weren't up there that that are still recognized as being elite pickup man. It was just an honor to receive that. Tell me about working together. Had you guys worked together much at all or, or ever? Actually, never. We've uh, met a few times in the past and talked, you know, here or different places, but we'd never actually worked together. So, but I feel like after the first perf, we kind of had it figured out. And since then, we've, uh, seems like we've been flowing pretty good. Is there a learning curve, Tyler, in a, in a situation like that? Um, I, th I think initially there is, but I think, uh, like, like Josh pointed out, I think we did, or, you know, once we got rolling together, I think it was pretty easy. And, you know, once you, once you get to it a, a certain level, I think it's pretty, lots of the same stuff that you would do out, out, out in the arena. It's all pretty common and kind of, you know, it's a lot of animal reading animals. And I think anybody that's with any animal sense, they're going to kind of do the same stuff back to back. Let me ask you this, this may be the dumb question in the interview, but I'm going to ask it. Suppose you're sitting in the grandstands at a rodeo next to a fan who doesn't, you know, maybe is there for the first time or doesn't know a lot about what's going on, and they ask you to explain what it is the pickup men are looking for and what the pickup men are doing. What are you guys going to say? Um, our, you know, our most important job obviously is the bareback and the bronc riding, but behind the behind the scenes um, in the rodeo, we're 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 keeping the flow of the rodeo going, moving cattle, uh, keeping the keeping the animals flowing um and then obviously got the job doesn't really end after the or ends after doesn't have to end after the rodeo we got lots of stuff to do after feeding stock and whatever it takes to help it on the rodeo as a ride is going on in the arena what are you looking at i'm watching the ride itself i'm trying to you know focus on what i'm doing i'm still a fan so i'm watching uh, i'm watching what's happening and kind of involved in that um, myself personally, I'm also counting it down, counting down that eight, so I know when I'm going to start moving and how I'm going to set up to be positioned where I want to be. I always figure the bullfighters know where the bull rider is going to land before the bull rider does. Can do you can you guys kind of say the same thing or or not during a bareback ride or a saddlebark ride? I think a lot of times you can. I mean, you're you're watching a lot of things with a horse. You can watch a horse's eyes. You can watch what lead they're in, uh, and that's what Tyler was just alluding to a while ago is reading the livestock. So a lot of times when we're kind of moving into position, we're watching the the body motion of the horse and reading kind of where he's going and that's how you start setting up to where you think the action's going to be. Tyler, you're also the ranch manager of the Calgary Stampede. You guys brought a lot of horses down here. Yeah, it was an exceptional year. We uh, we kind of knocked it out of the park in the bronc riding uh, for sure. 18 broncs, five barebacks. Um, just uh, you know, uh, just speaks volumes to the, them animals. They had a great year. Not just you know they didn't just have a good tail end. They had they had a great winter run. They had a good spring, summer, and fall. They uh, just had a great great showing. Most important question: You having fun? Absolutely. You having fun? Yes, sir. Your second time. How long has it been since the first? Nine years. Kind of had a little hiatus there, but glad to get to come back and, and having a great time with Tyler. So I'm uh, really, really grateful to be here. These guys are on a schedule. I'm going to let them go. But these two are two of the most important uh, people in the arena during the course of the National Finals Rodeo. How many horses did you bring? Uh, we brought six. They allow us six, and, and we need all six of them. Yeah. So, uh, will you see, Do you use them all during every performance, or uh, do they get staggered? How does that work? Yeah, we use five, yeah, five of performance. So it's uh, get one, one gets a break every night, and whichever, whichever one we choose. So Keep having fun, guys. Tyler Kraft, Josh Edwards, the pickup men at this year's Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. 
two of the best in pro rodeo, Josh Edwards and Tyler Kraft. Well, Christmas is coming up. It's uh, Monday as you're listening to this over the uh, last weekend before Christmas, and I hope you have a wonderful holiday, a very Merry Christmas. Thank you for all of your support. Thanks for all the kind comments. Uh, Thanks to all the people who have been in our corner over the last year, and we will continue to try to do even more and better for you in 2024. God bless everybody. Thanks to our sponsors, Wrangler, the Justin Boot Company, Prefert, Resistall, the Grandview at Las Vegas, M2 Ranch Jerky, and, of course, Unbeatable Feeds, now available in tractor supply stores across the country. God bless everybody. Merry Christmas. I'm Steve Kenyon. This is the Steve Kenyon Podcast.